everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Back to School with Beth. This is the partner podcast of Music Together as part of the Doing Music Together community. My name is Beth Buhlman, pronouns she, her. And I'm Christopher Chiari. I use the pronouns he and they, but you can call me Chris. So Chris, I think we should probably start with some quick bios and then we can jump into what is the Doing Music Together community and why we're starting the Back to School podcast. How does that sound? Let's. That sounds great. That's great. <laughs> All right. So... I am an educator with 15 years of experience. I am certified in music ed, French, and teaching English as a foreign language because my music major was not already strenuous enough. I have taught babies through high school in suburban, urban, private, and public schools. I've also worked in ed tech and nonprofit. I consider myself a lifelong learner, an advocate, an ally, and I love working with, learning from, and coaching other educators. Wow, now I feel like I have to compete with that. Jeez. Um, I, too, have taught um, for approximately 15 years. I have not done the math. Um, I think I'm a couple years older than you. Uh, and I I guess I'm certified in music education myself. Um, I've got three degrees in music education. Um, and I have also taught babies through uh, older people, people of certain ages. Is that how I'd say it? Um, and experience and very, very, very life experience, sagely human beings. Um, I have, uh, I now teach at a university and I do lots of research and I love working with online content and also love working with Beth Buhlman. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, friend. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So, uh, that segues so nicely. Uh, I'm sure that our listeners would love to get to know more about us, especially the story of how you and I met. It has to do with something about Best Buy or MySpace. But we should probably save that. Okay, fine. Yeah, let's let's save that as like a, a little nugget that we can dangle and, and people can look forward to in the future sometime. We might just like drop it into an episode somewhere. You, you dangle carrots, not nuggets. Oh, you're so right. All right. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways. uh, So what I would love to do is get to the why of this podcast. Not only, you know, why did we create it, but maybe why people would want to listen to it. So the spark for this podcast uh, came out of the idea for actually another podcast called Music Together. Chris, what prompted the Music Together podcast? Yeah. Music Together. The number together. Um, So it. It was prompted out of the boredom of the pandemic and the quarantines that were happening in 2020. I was so bored out of my mind that I turned to work and then I needed to go for walks and I would call people during my walks uh, when I was trying to get out of the house. And one day I thought, I want to create a podcast. So I called my friend Gareth Dylan Smith and I said, we have to do a podcast. And he goes, oh my goodness, I was thinking the same thing. And I can't believe you just called me after I ordered all of my podcast material gear. I was like, oh, serendipity. And so um, Gareth and I started planning this thing. Um, I love online uh, media content creation and online research is what I do. And so I truly believe that 
that the future of learning involves online resources. Um, during the pandemic, all these kids had to go to school online. And I think everyone's realizing, teachers, students, parents are realizing that online resources are something that can enhance learning. And uh, I just can't wait to be part of that massive wave of music learning and music making content on the internet. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, it's it's fun for me to hear it again because you were so excited to share this idea with me uh, when it first was kind of coming to fruition and then getting me on board for the Back to School podcast. So before we move into kind of how the Back to School podcast made its way into, into being, I want to ask what excites you most about the Music Together podcast? Because that was the spark. And then mm -hmm. this podcast, Back to School, came from uh, this, this initial Music Together podcast. Yeah. So um, first off, it's it's kind of lonely being a music teacher. I, I'm sure that K-12 teachers understand that. Uh, you're often the only person in your oh, district, yes. right? <laughs> um, and you think, you know, like, oh, my college professors might have it a little bit better, especially if we went to pub larger public schools because there's like 12 different teachers in there. But I'm not I'm not lucky uh, like that. At my university, I'm the only music education professor. And so um, it's kind of lonely. So I'm really excited to work with Gareth and, and really cultivate a relationship with him. Um, I'm We're excited to, one, disseminate our works um, through, through podcasting, but also to invite some awesome people to talk about the works that they're doing. And so it's, uh, it's, it's, literally creating a platform um and so we're excited about that and then uh, the last one is growing a community of music makers and learners and so beth you've heard some of the previews of the first two two episodes what kind of excites you about that thing that podcast yeah thank you for asking i i feel very fortunate because it's like a it's like i'm getting like the preview at the theater before everyone else gets to watch it <laughs> Uh, remember theaters? Remember going to theaters? I miss it. Definitely miss it. <laughs> yeah, so I have gotten to listen to uh, the first and second episodes of Music Together. And what I, I think of what I'm most excited about is the potential for great connection between the higher ed community and the K-12 community. Because we're talking about the same things, but it's hard to know that we're all talking about the same things. Now, maybe not always exactly the same. Obviously, there are different challenges and benefits uh, being in the two different spaces, but finding that there are a lot more similarities than there are differences that you know can often have this idea of maybe polarization or distance between um, the K-12 teachers and the higher ed kind of ivory tower, as we may call it. So I was just, I was captivated by the conversations that you and Gareth were having, and it made me so, so excited to take those ideas and talk to fellow K-12 educators about it and see what does that look like in their classrooms, what's being talked about in the spaces that they're in, and really bridge that connection between those two spaces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited because uh, one of the things that, that we realized it, between Gareth and I there's this this lack of knowing what's going on in the classroom. Um, yes, we we try to keep our finger on the pulse, but we're not in um, K twelve rooms day to day, uh, week after week. We might get the honor of like 
doing a honors ukulele ensemble in a district festival like I did. Uh, oh my gosh, so fun. But um, I don't get to work with fifth graders every day. I don't get to work with high schoolers every day. I do have voice students that are in high school, but it, it's not the same. It's not quite the same. Um, and so that's one of the things that excites me most about the Back to School podcast, um, to be able to talk with Beth and other people um, uh, who are in K-12 schools uh, about the topics that we are talking in the ivory tower about over and over, not really uh, able to put it into practice sometimes in with kids. So um, why don't we talk a little bit about what Back to School is? <laughs> That sounds like an excellent idea. So back to school, when the initial idea for the Doing Music Together community popped into your head, Chris, uh, you were so excited. You messaged me on Facebook and, and you said, I have this idea for this podcast. I have this idea for this community I want to build. And 100% on board. I, I love the idea. And I very much was interested in, in kind of what topics you wanted to be covering. And then I got uh, a couple of weeks later, I think you messaged me and you said, okay, so we, we started hashing things out for this first podcast, this music together podcast. And Gareth and I had an epiphany. What are you doing right now? Can we talk about it? <laughs> so I think you and I were both making dinner yep. uh, when we hopped on this call <laughs> to be talking and you told me that that you and Gareth had this kind of realization that that you kind of were talking in this ivory tower, and and you know what what would this look like in the K twelve classroom because it it's it's harder to share for practical reasons for logistics you know for you know whatever whatever barriers may be in the way. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of how this back to school podcast uh, came came about, and I believe. I might have said something sassy like, you need to go back to school. I think it was actually, I'm going to school you, <laughs> which was, was just <laughs> awesome. And so um, that's kind of become the tagline, get get schooled about music education. And um, Beth, would you tell us a little bit about what a typical back to school podcast might sound like? Sure. So each episode, we will have different guests on from the K-12 classroom. Um, we'll do a little bit of get to know you at the beginning. Then uh, we will be deep diving into the topic of the week. Oftentimes it will be connected to what was already discussed in the Music Together podcast, but now from a K-12 perspective and what's happening in their classrooms. And then uh, we'll have a little bit more of a kind of a conversation, you know, talk with our guests a little bit more. Our guests will give us key takeaways and actionable things that our listeners can use in their classroom. And then Chris will do a reflection and a summary of the key things that he learned and will take away from the episode. Uh, I think I'd love to know, Beth, what you're most, most, most excited about um, with the Back to School podcast. If I have to be completely honest, um, I consider myself a lifelong learner. And as I kind of ascend and acquire experience, uh, I keep looking around me and wondering, like, how did I become the person who has things to say about this? But it's because I am so, so fascinated by and so curious by what everyone else is doing and learning from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So while I have, I have a lot of experience under my belt, and I have mentored teachers, and I, you know, have stepped into their classrooms and had to do their evaluations and things like that, which again, like, who am I? 
I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I am so excited to learn from all the different guests that we're going to have, you know, ones that I know about, ones that I, I don't know about yet. And then to share that with the larger music ed community, as you mentioned, it, it can feel very isolating. Um, yes, there are, you know, uh, groups out there that you can join and share ideas, but to have a, a centralized location that is by music educators, for music educators, and to really, uh, I, I think the, the, the biggest difference between the Music Together podcast and the Back to School podcast is the Music Together is kind of talking in theoretical terms oftentimes and kind of like the scholarly terms, but what does that look like? in its practical application in the classroom. And so I really want teachers, I want what they're hearing to resonate with them, but also for them to walk away with a sense of camaraderie, a sense of of understanding and empathy, and also with actionable things they can take and use in their classrooms. Mm. I love how you say they can walk away because I literally walk when I listen to podcasts and and so my the thing that I'm looking forward to most is I realized that my biggest desire in life is to find community. Like I'm always searching for community. That's why I do musical theater because the the tight knit group of a of a cast is always such a communal aspect. Why I um love acapella music because you know you just you just work with that that group with a working with um and so uh, I can't wait that. I can't wait to meet our our uh, our our guests for our our second our second episode because I've never met any of them face to face and I've heard so much about them and I've heard a couple of them present and I just can't wait to get to know them and that's what the community doing music together is all about it's like doing life together but we're going to focus on music together. I love that. That that speaks to my heart, Chris. Thank mm-hmm. you. No, oh, thank you for being a part of it. Of course. So I'm going to turn things on you a little bit because we are taking you back to school. And one of the things that I am passionate about of the many things is goal setting, both with my students and with my teachers. And so obviously recognizing that goals will evolve and change over time. But right now in this moment, Chris, what would you say is your big picture goal for you as uh, a, a member, as a, as a part of back to school? Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks, Beth. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, one of my areas of, of <laughs> expertise or passion is actually what I'd say is is um as social justice, marginalization, and, and, and um, dealing with those types of issues and how music music education music making can um can empower people and we always uh, struggle with how to help our students find that out and the first lesson is listen if you're not listening you can't um help your students learn <laughs> in my opinion and so that is my goal to be able to listen and to learn and not be the expert, you know, like, uh, you can, you can pretend to be an expert. You can, you can have some stature, you can have, uh, letters after your name. But, um, as you were saying earlier, 
uh, being a lifelong learner is something that I, I feel I am too. And so um, I can't wait to just listen and interact and be. My goal is to try to make my, my default listen. How about you, Beth? What's your number one goal for the Back to School podcast? First, I want to recognize your answer. That's awesome. And uh, I want to call out that as musicians, one of the most important things we can do is listen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I just wanted to kind of, you know, box and tie that all up together because uh, the mark of a truly good musician is a musician who listens. And the, the mark of a truly good educator, I believe as well, is someone who mm-hmm listens so thank you for making that connection and what am if I you're hoping? a music teacher you get if you're listening you're like good at both yay <laughs> yeah right Woo! double nailed it well thanks for flipping the question on me chris uh, i appreciate that uh, i kind of alluded to it uh already in some of my answers that uh, i am excited i am excited to learn i really am and to talk to all of these people some who whom i know some who i don't know and really expanding um, my community. And by doing that, I'm expanding everyone else's music community as well, because whatever guests we have on, they'll then get to meet and interact with each other, obviously virtually. Um, And as we have more and more people, we keep building those connections and building those networks. And then we can strengthen that through the Doing Music Together community, um, through the website space, through the Facebook page, and between the two podcasts. So uh, the learning, uh, me learning personally, and also building connections, I think are my two biggest things that I'm excited about. I love that because learning and connection are two of the three core values that I I hope the Doing Music Together community is based on, along with um, inspiration. And ooh, look, you're also inspired to be on this podcast. So yay, I yeah, it's, it's covering all three. Whew, check, check, and check. She did not plan that, people. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. But but that is what's so beautiful about uh, about these types of conversations, is that the the ideas start flowing, the connections get made, and, and beautiful, beautiful things result. So, my dear friend, this is a question I posed to you when you were first kind of pitching me this idea <laughs> of the doing music together community <laughs> um, in true, you know, teacher fashion, kind of pushing back, really um, trying to understand and make sure that this idea was flushed out. I asked you and I will ask you again, how is the doing music together community different from other opportunities that music educators already have to share and collaborate? Yeah, um, uh, that's a wonderful question. I have no clue how I answered you the first time. Um, and <laughs> I still have no clue because what the thing is, is that doing music together, as I said a little earlier, is I love saying to people, like, let's do life together. Like, that's what I say to my friends. We can do life together. I believe a good mark of a uh, the mark of a good friend is someone you can do everything or nothing with and you're doing life together you're being um and so i believe that the community is not going to look the same in three weeks as it will in three years um but that being said i hope that it's just a place that kind of becomes a go-to space for finding good ideas and 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 feel uh, maybe feel good things but maybe 
learning and finding inspiration and finding connection and finding learning opportunities. Um, that's what the four basic uh, the the core values are for this this organ this um, community and so uh, I think that doing music together is going to curate some great resources through online content and I hope that it also facilitates meaningful relationships for music learners music makers and music want to help others is that a word. <laughs> It is now. It is now. Like I, I don't know. I just, I music education just sounds so high strung. You know, sometimes it's like it. There's so much baggage that goes with that, and that's why I often say music making and learning. Um, but you know, uh, what? A lot of times we don't teach, right? We we facilitate. We we make music with our students. We we do those things, and so. I just hope to find a group of like-minded individuals who want to do music together. And I think that that's what this uh, community, that's my hope for this community, that you go to this community with um, the the ability to find, you come to the community and are able to find uh, people to do music with. I am having so many lovely feelings with that answer. I, I, I don't think it was the same answer you gave me this last time. I don't time. think it was, no. Um, but, but I am confident that I like this one even more. I was already inspired the first time. And I, I am confident that uh, I am even more inspired. And while you were talking, and if, if, this, is, if this is off base, you know, please let me know. But I was just having this idea that uh, when, we're, when we're in our classrooms, we, we are devoted to our students. We are working um, for our students, with our students. Uh, but when we go to conferences, you know, our state conferences or um, other type of professional development type that are music geared, uh, not the irrelevant ones that, you know, our administration might make us sit through that have nothing to do with our subject area. And we could definitely be doing something way more productive during that time. I digress. When we are able to do professional development for ourselves, we're really able to be with ourselves, learn, grow, and connect with others. And especially now with the pandemic happening and, you know, so many of these conferences, they still happened. They went online, but even, even then there wasn't really time to connect. And I think at least for me, yes, the, the individual sessions were great. I learned a lot. I took a lot of materials, a lot of things that I could apply right away in my classroom, but that the piece that was missing was meeting people, engaging with people, kind of like those like happy hour conversations where you really get to bond and connect and share with each other as opposed to just someone talking at you and you just absorbing, ha ha absorbing, having that kind of uh, back and forth. And so, as I said, as you were talking, I was kind of thinking of this as being like a, a virtual space. Because it's possible. We could have always been doing this. Yeah. Uh, we just, you know, we're so caught up in everything that that it didn't happen. So what a, a wonderful opportunity to be making to be making these things happen now. Yeah. It's like we're we're hopefully doing music together will take music education professional development and make it music educational personal development. I mean, that'd be beautiful. Love that. I love yeah. that. Could it be both? It could be. It take it and make it also. Yeah. And. And. Oh, and. Oh, yes, and. <laughs>
since this is our first episode, the format will be a little bit different than the episodes that follow. Typically, we'll start with bios of our guests, some warm-up, get-to-know-you questions, and then we'll launch into the main topic of that episode. And since the focus will be on our guests for the week, I'd like to give us a chance to answer some of the regular questions we'll be asking our guests. Chris, are you ready? Let's do this. <laughs> so let's start with our starter questions. So Chris, use five words to describe yourself that have nothing to do with music or teaching. I have an awesome cat. That works. That checks yeah. out. <laughs> well done. We know that everyone right. at home was going one, two, three, four. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Uh, here's our, here's our, our fun question. And we hope that this will become a thing and people will share their answers as well. If you could wrap any music maker in tinfoil, what or who would it be and why? All right, so we've we've we we came up with this question, and we've asked ourselves, "What is a music maker?" And it could be a person, it could be an instrument, it could be a digital device. I'm gonna say Justin Bieber, and my my rationale is my own. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, and final starter question: What is your favorite way to make music with your students? Sure, um, I love. The musical buffet is what I call it, um, where you can go like chocolate, strawberry, pepperoni, pizza, and we make up our own uh, uh, rhythms to food. Um, I can put a little uh, link in the, the the show notes of some uh, awesome ways that I use to teach that, and uh, it's just my favorite way because the, the, the students, um, 20, 21-year-old students who are just so excited to be making music in ways that they find fun um, is just really, really awesome. You think that junior hires are silly? Try teaching undergraduates. I can vouch for that particular activity uh, for high schoolers as well, especially mm -hmm. high school boys. Mm -hmm. uh, totally fell over themselves. Uh, we did compositions. So I, I had the ideas for them already uh, and they cut them out. If we had been able to expand, you know, I would have had them make up their own, but it was choir and we were, you know, trying to get the concepts down. But, oh, man, they, they, uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> I got it on, let's put, I put it, I got it on video. It was yes, that funny. It was that nice, enjoyable. Nice. And they had so much fun. <laughs> During the pandemic, I have had, uh, I get videos of every student creating their own buffet. So it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so Beth, your turn. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, your turn. Are you ready? Uh, sure. Sorry. Uh, to quote Princess Bride, whether I'm ready or not, you've been more than... Uh... As you wish. All right. Gotcha. As you wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Use five words to describe yourself that have nothing to do with music or teaching. Oh, my whole identity. Okay, here we go. French. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Uh, Wait, ha, 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 ha. You're done. French, ha, 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 right? Shoot! <laughs> Go ahead. Four more. That was it. Oh, no! <laughs> okay. Um, French. Brunch. Does Broadway count? Can I do Broadway? Sure. There's music in it, but... Okay. So, a French brunch, Chicago, Brooklyn. All right. If you could wrap any music maker in tinfoil, what or who would it be and why? 
Oh, my question. And I, I don't have, I, can you believe I haven't even thought of it? I think, I think it would be uh, some sort of shaker because then I could still make sound with it. Very nice. Very nice. That is, that is my instinct. I'm sticking with my instincts. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm sticking with my instincts. Great. And then what's your favorite way to make music with your students? This is going to sound really cheesy. I, um, I love that moment when you've been working on something for so long and it just finally clicks and I can step back and just mm-hmm. watch it mm-hmm. happen. No matter what it is, it could be something super simple. It could be something complex, but just to be able to kind of take that step from curator facilitator to observer mm-hmm. because they're engaged. They are making those connections and they're making it happen with me getting to be a captive audience member. It's super cheesy and it's the truth. It's beautiful. Our next section we call Newfangled Notions, where our guests share not only the key takeaway they want for our listeners, but also something actionable for their classrooms. Chris, this episode is a little bit different. So what do you think we could do here instead? Why don't we just go through the Newfangled Notions questions? Um, Because we definitely had our own epiphanies during our conversation, which is the awesome thing about discussion, isn't it? That is true. uh, yeah, that is true. So, so let's go ahead. And the first question that we asked during Newfangled Notions is, um, if our listeners remembered nothing else, what's the one thing you want them to take away from our conversation today? Yeah, uh, for me, it would be um, that the Doing Music Together community is by music educators for music educators. And the Back to School podcast is specifically for K-12 educators to have something actionable that they can be using in their classrooms. It's the, it's the theory put into practice. Yeah. For me, um, I'd love our listeners to remember that they're not alone, no matter how alone they might feel, whether that's because of the pandemic, whether it's because they're the only teacher in their classroom, that there are other people out there who want to be part of a community with them. And um, yeah, I hope that the doing music together community along with, Music Together podcast and Back to School podcast um, help them feel connected and um, and and honed in to uh, to the profession at large. Well said. Yeah, and the next question then is, how might our listeners turn that into an actionable item for the classroom? Who? I think I think taking my own experience about having. The idea of a podcast and then wanting to make sure I connect with others and then saying, oh, but we need a space for them to connect in. Like the, all this came from I was bored and lonely. <laughs> and so like music teachers, if you want to do something, go for it. Like find the people who can help you do it. Um, I can't do this alone. I was I needed my friends Gareth and Beth and John, our sound engineer, to get it off the running, and I need you all um, to be 
part of that community to be contributors to say what you liked what you didn't like what um send us ideas uh and and then how to connect that to your classroom is ask your students what they want to do ask them what their dreams are in music ask them what they think would make the world a cooler place um and that might be creating beats with iPads it might be um singing quartets or going um or going out and and uh playing the trombone every weekend uh on the football field uh even though no one's there so just you know whatever you can do to put inspire students to um to make cool stuff and put music out in the world i think um you just have to be unapologetic and go for it. That's beautiful. I I don't want to follow that. Okay. <laughs> that's great. that's 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 great. I I have I have nothing to add to that. Um we are we're building a community and we want you to be a part of it and we want you to feel empowered to not only take action in your own classrooms but be active and in the community. So, uh for me to you your actionable thing for today is is to be part of our community. Join our community. Uh, you can click the subscribe button. You can uh, head to our website, doingmusictogether.com. You can join our Facebook community page, Doing Music Together, and you can tell a few friends about it. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a comment. Tell us uh, something that you got were excited about from the episode, things that you would love for us to talk about in future episodes, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, and don't forget to subscribe and whatever you're listening on right now. Well, in our next episode, we will be joined by several guests to discuss gatekeeping. Chris, could you give us a teaser about what you and Gareth will be talking about next week? Sure. Um, you know, Gareth and I will be talking about uh, gatekeeping as it happens in academia and what um, some of the barriers are to entry of music education for people, but also um, what it's like uh, being a gatekeeper as a, as a teacher, as a professor, as an author, as an uh, editor, and um, also kind of trying to connect that to uh, what it means to be a gatekeeper as a teacher in the classroom. And as, as like you get to uh, say who sings in your groups or plays in your groups or gets to take your classes and who doesn't. So um, uh, go ahead and tune in next week to the Music Together podcast and hear us talk about that. Thanks so much, Chris. And then the following week, the Back to School podcast will bring in K-12 educators to talk about that same topic and what that looks like in their classrooms. Can't wait. Don't forget to share this with your friends and colleagues. Visit doingmusictogether.com where you can also find our group page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at back2schoolpod. That's back, the number two, school pod. If you'd like to help support us, check the info for links to our Kofi pages. Today's podcast was produced by Christopher Kayari and our sound engineer was John Stapleton. Music was recorded and produced by Gareth Dylan Smith and Brian Urquhart. Tune in next time to the Back to School podcast where we talk about gatekeeping in music education, classrooms, and ensembles. Take care, everyone. Bye.